Do you want to hear John Bonham stories? Listen to the new episode of The Drum Shuffle. Jamie Eads sits down with Jeff Ockeltree. He has John Bonham stories. The Drum Shuffle. Listen wherever you listen to podcasts. TheDrumShuffle.com. JamieEads.com. J-A-M-I-E-E-A-D-S.com. You want me to get out? You get out. Do you smell almonds? Nice mustache. You don't know what my breath smells like. Chest pass through him. I'm very excited about that. I'm also very nervous. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Live from the Dyer Prime Hotel Room in Morgantown, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 5, Valparaiso. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter, tweeting on Twitter. Find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know? You got the Facebook? Hey, Facebook, I don't have 17 notifications, so stop giving me a red bubble that has 17 on it. It's not true. Anyways, if you're on Facebook, there's an Unreasonable Doubt podcast page. Find it. Hit the blue thumb. Follow the podcast there. Email. Do not have an email, but I'm going to keep the email inbox open. UnreasonableDoubtWV at gmail.com. You're welcome. WVU basketball fans, you're welcome. First four games of the year, so many turnovers. So many frustrations. The host of this podcast shows up in Morgantown, and what happens? Season low seven turnovers. Not one, but two players on the team had their career highs in scoring, and West Virginia beats Valpo, Valparaiso, Valpo. West Virginia wins 88-76. Wow. Um, Issa Ahmad had 30 points. And it felt like he had 30 points. Meaning, there were some guys that did not want to shoot the ball. Which is something that you kind of notice watching on TV, but in person... Some of our guys don't want to shoot the basketball, which is bizarre. Issa Ahmad, not afraid to shoot the basketball. He scores 30, doesn't have a lot of goofy turnovers. Great game for him. Sagaba Kanate had 26, most of that in the second half. The last game, he shot zero threes. Valparaiso knows this, and so in the second half, Kanate was getting the ball at the three-point line, and he doesn't want to shoot the three, but he kind of does. And Rick Smith's son is giving him plenty of space to shoot a three. So Valpo played chicken. They played three-point chicken with Sakaba Kanate. I dare you. Shoot the three-pointer. Coach is going to pull you. He's going to get annoyed if you miss it. Shoot it. And you know what he did? 
he shot it over and over again. Like, he scored the first 13 points of the second half, and most of them were three-pointers. It was, in the stands, it was, oh, no. Oh, yes. And and that's fine, because we needed all of those points to beat Valparaiso. It was a fairly close game all the way through, and yet, it's a win. Um, no Beetle. Uh, there's nothing on his hand. I can, re- I can report that to you. Nothing on his hand. However, his elbow is is uh, swollen. And apparently that's bad for basketball. So he was out warming up, but he did not play. Uh, no sign of Derek Culver, who's indefinitely suspended. I thought he might be, like, behind the bench or something or would want to check out the game. Uh, not in the Coliseum. I'm reporting that. I was there, and I didn't see Derek Culver. Uh, Wesley Harris was there. However, he did not play uh, due to coach's decision, which means uh, he's in the doghouse. He's in the Bob Huggins doghouse. So Wesley Harris played well in Myrtle Beach, comes back to Morgantown, gets in the doghouse. And so, while it was a close game against, this team's not very good that they played Valpo. Uh, Rick Smith's son, pretty good, because he's super tall. And they had one guy who could shoot lights out. Everybody else, okay. And so they beat them by 12. And so if you want to spin it positive, they won by 12 without Beetle Bolden, without Wesley Harris. And two guys scoring a majority of the points. And only seven turnovers. Those are all positives. The negative, five games in. All of the games have been close for a majority of the game. Even in the games against Monmouth and Valparaiso. Double-digit wins. Those games were close for most of the game. And... Still confused on offense and defense. A lot of layups given up this game. I believe Valpo shot over 50% from the field. And offensively, there was a couple of times where 10 seconds passes and they're still not in their play. And that's going to get better, but still some confusion and no definitive kicks and butt game. Still waiting on that. Random thoughts coming up. Woody's Goodies is a proud sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Two locations, St. Albans and Marmette, West Virginia. Home of the true discount deals. Other places say they have discount deals. They're not. Exclusively, Woody's Goodies gives you discount deals. I'm going through their Facebook page. If you haven't been to the Woody's Goodies Facebook page, hit the blue thumb, follow them on Facebook. They show you what the inventory is going to be for the next day. I'm flipping through the Marmette location. 
see what's new there and they got a bunch of cool stuff they've got they got lots of new toys Christmas is around the corner and they've got deals on toys that your kids are going to love check out Woody's Goodies Marmette St. Albans Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. First time to the Coliseum in a while. First time ever for my wife. I'm not going to tell you how old she is. We call the Coliseum the giant clamshell. It looks like a clamshell when you're approaching it. So we were in the clamshell today. Some thoughts from Amy. Uh, the stairs are too steep. You can understand how the Coliseum gets so loud when you look around and it's the shape of a funnel. And not a funnel like like rounded off, like a funnel like what you would get a snow cone in. It's very dangerous. You really can't multitask on the stairs at the Coliseum. If this hasn't taken place, it needs to. There needs to be a movie plot where the villain <laughs> takes somebody out by pushing them down the stairs at the Coliseum. Because three rows up, you could be three rows up, you could be in the nosebleed section. If you push somebody, they're going to fall so far and hard it's dangerous it it makes it sound great but it's also dangerous she had other thoughts i don't remember them <laughs> um other thoughts in stadium there was absolutely nobody traveling with valparaiso you know there's always like a little section of an arena devoted to the away fans. I looked around. Amy and I were sitting behind the Valparaiso bench. There was no family. There were no friends. The only people that were excited when Valparaiso scored were the people on the bench, players and coaches. No other applause. It's almost like they they left Indiana in the middle of the night <laughs> and didn't tell anybody and like maybe left a note on the kitchen table like hey got a game in West Virginia don't worry about me I'll be back tomorrow signed Rick Smith's son you know it's like there was nobody there rooting for Valparaiso and not that Valparaiso is a big college or anything, but not like one parent. It was bizarre. Uh, other random thoughts. Really, Amy and I were excited to see Bob Huggins scream a lot. And we got to hear him scream some. I could not make out what he was saying. Uh, he did give out a couple of screams. But there was no situation where the whole Coliseum here heard what he had to say. 
Um, and most of his screaming, not at the players. Guess who? Guess who was getting screamed at? Yep, you guessed it. The referees. The officials, in person, just as terrible, maybe even more terrible than when watching them on the TV. And so Huggins was letting one particular official have it. And and the official did what I would do, which is walk to the opposite end of the building. <laughs> and then the one time he was really close to Huggins, he put the hand, he, he did a talk to the hand to Huggins. Like, hey man, I can make a hand signal where my hand looks like a T, and that means the other team gets to shoot free throws. Um, but overall disappointed with the level of hug and screaming. I mean, I guess that's good because if he's screaming less, that means we're winning or he's given up. So it's just, it's just in person. You want to hear exactly what he's saying because he's screaming at a high level to where 10,000 people can hear him. Uh, the, okay. I remember another observation from Amy basketball fans in the coliseum are gross we stuck around, we stuck we stuck around a little bit after the game and so everybody with the exception of people sticking around for the for the kids and people who wanted to hear the bob huggins post game conversation uh so most everybody's out there and you look around it's a wasteland. The amount of trash left in the stands was impressive. Like, it's it's even more than what I'd picture would be at a movie theater after the movie's over. And the student section <laughs> looked like the apocalypse. It was, it was amazing. And there wasn't a lot of students because the students are off for fall break. But... The two the two main observations from a first time visitor to the Coliseum somebody's gonna die on the stairs and everybody that goes there is a slob because they don't pick up their trash. They leave it they <laughs> they leave it on the floor for people to pick up. And she's not far off. That's I think both of those are, are true. Final thoughts coming up. Dire Prime is the lead sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt. They are a full-service graphic shop with a custom design on every job. They just did a custom design for the new logo for the podcast. And I love it. You'll love the work that they do. No design fees. No screen fees. Do you need assistance with your fundraising effort? Are you a sports booster? Dire Prime can help you out. They'll come up with that design with you and then put that design on over 1 million promotional products. 1 million. Could they put your design on a pillowcase? Absolutely. Would they put your design on a brake pad? I don't know. Call or text them to find out. 304-767-4445. Visit them on the web, dyerprime.com. D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dire Prime. 
final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Gotta share a couple of sad, <laughs> sad news stories regarding this podcast. Number one, in the Coliseum today, I thought it'd be a great idea to bring some of the podcast stickers that Dire Prime made for me. So, you know, I could hand it out to people. So I took like 20 and put them in my pocket. I left the Coliseum with 20. (laughs) Went in with 20 stickers, went out with 20 stickers. Accomplished nothing. Didn't know what to do with the stickers. Walk up to a stranger and say, hey, want a sticker? I don't have it in me. My wife said, leave a stack in a bathroom. I wouldn't tell you if I did that, the audience. If I did, that'd be the saddest thing I've ever done in my life. Maybe I need to look up the definition of sad. The second sad thing is I sent an email from unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com to the communications department at WVU Athletics asking for a press pass. <laughs> I did that. In in the uh, in the greeting of the email, I used the colon, which signifies that it's a professional email. And it's way too long to read. But basically said, Hey, can I go to the press conference and ask questions and talk to players? It's way longer than that. You can imagine how that email reads. It's, it's, it's pretty sad on its own. The response, I did get a response from WVU. I will read exactly what it says. We do not grant fan sites media credentials. And so I responded to that. Thank you for following up. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving! Exclamation point. So, I don't know what uh, being in the press means, but somehow I thought I would just send an email and get to go to a press conference. Apparently, there's a little more to that. Um, If you have ideas on how to get me into a press conference, don't give them. But if you do have ideas on how I can give out stickers where I don't feel horrible, send send me those ideas to unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. Hit me up on social media. Give me some advice. I've got a big stack of stickers I want to give to people. And I'm very uncomfortable doing that. So I'm asking you to help me. Help me help you or help. I don't know who that's helping. It's helping me get over. I've got issues. I've got problems. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. Apple. Anchor.fm. Google. Spotify. Overcast. Radio Public, CastBox, wherever you listen, subscribe to the podcast, rate it five stars, leave a review. Those are all nice things to do. 
The next game for WVU is Wednesday, November 28th at home versus Ryder. <laughs> Ryder? There's a joke there somewhere. They're 2-1 and one on the season. I don't know where Ryder is at. On the Ken Palm, the Ken Pomeroy rankings, they are 99th. They are right below uh, a few spots. St. Joseph's, who's 96th in West Virginia beat. And 97, Western Kentucky, which West Virginia lost to. So it's in Morgantown, so that will help. It'll be on the AT&T Sports Network Pittsburgh. 6.30 is the start time, but I don't believe any of the start times now. So my guess is that's, that starts at 7, but it could be 6.30. Just set your DVR or just watch TV all evening on Wednesday and you'll catch it. Until next time, I'm Josh Wendt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WBU for the 2018-19 season is 3-2. and two.